Hello, hello, hello. This is Gerald Salenti with today's PRN show of trends this week. Excuse me, excuse me. So, here we are. What's the big news? Let's go to the Cartoon News Network, CNN. Trump, abusing power, not even a crime. Inspector General testifies about his Russia report. That's it. Those are the headlines. Ah, forget about what's going on over there around the world. Hey, in France, strike began last Thursday. Still going on. Ah, only about uh, 800,000 people took to the streets yesterday. And the day before, and the day before, and the day before, a million and a half. Not in the USSA. No, no, no. No fight here. I'm a Democrat. I'm a repulsive kin. If you don't vote, you got to vote. Yeah, vote for the criminals. So that's what's going on. No news coming out of the news. Nothing about what's going on in Colombia, in Peru, in Bolivia. How about Ecuador? No, no, Chile. Oh, still striking over there in Chile, aren't they? Yeah. That's right. People putting their lives on the line. A fight against inequality and injustice. Yeah, justice. Yeah, just us. That's the only ones they go after. You didn't have your signal light on. Get out of the car. Where were you? Put your hands over your head. Stop and frisk, eh? Remember that one? Yeah, we got Bloomberg running now. Stop and frisk. Get out of your car. Stand on your head. Repeat the alphabet backwards while we let the big guys and big women get a free ride. A free ride they get while we get hit for the littlest of anything. So, that's the story. It is abusive politics to the highest order. A gang is in control. A gang. A gang. An abusive gang. So what's going on? The world, I, this is going to be my 40th year of trend forecasting. 40 years. And I've never seen anything like this in my life. Algeria, they're still protesting they, they have elections. They know that they're phony. The people are protesting. And it's mostly the young people. The baby boomers, poof. <clears throat> they is boomed out. 
They're boomed out. No fight with them. Yeah, a couple of us, the Gary Knowles and his crew, the older ones of us, Gary and yeah. And you know, they're they're Paul Craig Roberts, myself. There are there are a number of us. But all of these movements are being led by young people because they have no future. So let's go on to the economy. The markets, and down a little bit today, gold's up, the gold under that $1,500 mark, it's $1,474, got to get back up there to gain strength, and it um, doesn't seem like it's going to happen <clears throat> for a while, as I see it, unless there's a black swan event that changes the economic course, or war. And that could happen in the Middle East. So, we're looking now at the equity markets that are being totally, totally pumped up by these repo markets. The the, uh, Financial Times did a big story on it this past Monday, and how the hedge funds are the ones that are gobbling up all the dough in these repo markets. Hedge funds. When I was a young boy, <clears throat> there was no such thing as hedge funds or private equity groups. It was America, the land of opportunity. <clears throat> Before The bigs started taking over everything. These companies buying up other companies, firing people, going deep in debt as they buy up one corporation after another. But the cats at the top, they make the dough, pay themselves ridiculously high wages, profits. So, puts everybody else out of work, and they own the bigs. As I said, when I was a young man, there was a thing called stationery stores. There was a thing called hardware stores, but now we got uh, staples. You don't need a stationery store. You don't need a hardware store. We got Home Home Depot and Lowe's. And also what's happened, very important, when you talk about the decline in manufacturing, there were many more products when there were many more stores. So you had a lot more SKUs. Now more, now you go in, you either get this or that or that, and that's it. Only the bigs are in there. So you have a very limited supply of innovation. And that slows down real growth because the bigs have it all. So on the market front, you know the story. 
They're worried about the uh, trade war. The trade war is, ain't going to be one. You know my forecast. Trump is going to have a deal that's not going to mean much of anything before the 2020 presidential reality show, final day called Election Day. And Trump will also have a deal, peace deal with Afghanistan and with North Korea. We released our top trends for 2020, just went out to our subscribers yesterday. One of the top uh, top trends for 2020 is Trump 2020 by default. And it's default of the uh, Democrats. And that is, it's very clear. There's nobody they got there that could beat them. They're not going to vote for Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders in the swing states to beat Trump. End of story. And if Biden is their choice, this whole impeachment thing is going to come down against him. Because they're going to show what a dirty deal it was that Biden's little boy, Hunter, went over to Ukraine and hunted for a job on Barisma Energy that he knew nothing about and got, what, over 50K a month for several years. I think added up to over $3 million to sit on their board of directors, along with Secretary of State John Kerry at the time, his stepson-in-law's partner in their business, and his stepson-in-law's Heinz boy from the Heinz 57 group, Chris Heinz. He also got on the board. So when the dirty deals come out about Biden, it's going to hurt his opportunity to run for against Trump. And the other thing is that Biden's not very bright. And he's not going to get strong support from a very important sector that he needs. And that is the millennials. Ain't going to happen. They're not going to rush out to support Trump like they did with Bernie Sanders. They're all for him. You don't see that energy. And the other stupidity about it is, clearly, they started way too early. Way too early. Way too early. People are bored with this stuff. They're not tuned in. You know, I was at a party down the city this past Sunday. Very bright people. Very bright people. Kind, loving, generous, caring. Talking to one guy. 
been around, very wealthy. And all he kept talking about was the impeachment, 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 impeachment. <clears throat> I started asking him, boy, what's going on in Bolivia? He looked at me, Chile looked at me. Colombia, Colombia, Peru. Lebanon, Algeria. Sudan, Cameroon, Guinea, South Africa. So what's, what's going on? Has he been following us? No. Does, does it caught up in the worthlessness of the impeachment issue? It's not going to go anywhere. Because it's going to go to the Senate. And the Senate has to convict him. And you need a two-thirds majority. With the Senate already, with a Republican majority, there's no way, no way, that is going to be a two-thirds majority to convict Trump. This is a total waste of time. And very important. By the way, this gentleman that I'm talking about, great guy, great, generous, kind, loving man, knows this guy and that guy. He's been to the White House twice within the year. So, there you got it. Nothing, nothing, knowing about what's going on in the world, but totally tied up with this impeachment. Now, on the economic front, there's a global slowdown. Numbers just came out two days ago on China on their exports, a down again. Cost sales around the world slumping. <clears throat> you bring in the Democrats and they have nothing to fight Trump with. And going back to this guy who's also a New Yorker, I said to him, I said, they don't know who they're dealing with when they think they're going to beat Trump on this stuff. Trump is a New Yorker, and he will do anything, say anything, whatever he has to do, because he's also at that born on third base, thought he hit a home run mentality, that I deserve everything I want. He is going to, he is going to bury these guys in a fight. They don't know how to fight the Trump New Yorker. Simple as that. Not even close. Not even close. It is... Trump 
by default 2020. And one of our other top trends is what's going on in the world. The new world disorder. The new world disorder. Never in my life have I seen, witnessed, read the amount of revolts, civil wars, demonstrations, and protests that are going on now. Hong Kong. Again, young people. Because they know they have no future. And when people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. And they're losing it big time. What's going to happen? Put the pieces together. This facial recognition, algorithms, all this stuff, even reading people's minds, they claim. The crackdown, it's going to be the fight between people's freedom and the people that want to stay in charge. the militarized police to keep those in charge in charge. And that's what really saddens me. Because, I mean, who are the police? They're the average person. They're us. But rather than being us and standing up for us, they protect their masters. Yeah. They're masters. Masters in Bashan. Masters. They follow orders from the top. Rather than being on the side of us who they are, they sell us out. Not all of them, the majority. They sell us out. And they go with the dictator, the leader, all around the world. Because they're suffering like everybody else. Oh, they got their pensions and their benefits. Oh, and now when anything happens, whether it's in Belgium, whether it's in the UK, whether it's in the US, Oh, they come in with the helicopters when soon as anything happens. They close down the whole area. Oh, they go into their routine. Ah, come on, the damn thing's over. Forget about it. What are you talking about? What are you, do- what are you doing here? No, no, no. Oh, they love getting dressed up, putting on all that stuff. We're not going to evolve as a species until we have peace. And as long as we keep having war, we're going to have more violence. I mentioned before that is going to be a peace treaty, is my forecast, with Afghanistan. 
Look at the news coming out now. It's not on the Cartoon News Network. Barely made it. They lied to us about Afghanistan. And then you read about how long it took for the Freedom of Information Act to get this information out. Washington posted a huge story on it. They don't have a clue. They never had a clue how to win this thing. And all we kept hearing is, well, we're on the road to victory. We win, we win, we win. I salute you, I salute you. The longest war in American history is history. Before this article came out, it's barely referenced and it's now forgotten in the media and by politicians. The American-led invasion of Afghanistan. Another illegal war that cost the U.S. taxpayers trillions. Get back to work. Get back to work. I want your money. I want your money. I'm going to give it to my buddies, the murderers in the military-industrial complex. We're going to take your money. We're going to base it on lies. And we're going to go start another war and slaughter people. Do as you're told. And don't forget to tie a yellow ribbon around everything that doesn't move and wave your American flags. Last night, I went to the Italian-American Foundation, Ulster County. We have a great group up here. You know, Christmas get-together. And before we do it, we got the Italian flag hanging up there and the American flag. And we say the Pledge of Allegiance. And you know, there are people I don't pledge allegiance. I do. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. For which it stands. It stands by a constitution and a bill of rights. One nation under God, whatever God you believe in. It's a, you don't have to believe in a God, but the thought of a God being the highest order, that's fine with me. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Liberty and justice for all, how great. Yeah, I believe in that. But that's not what it is anymore. It's not liberty and justice for all, you slimy little piece of crap. Bloomberg, what you stop in Frisk, ain't liberty and justice for all, Mikey, Mikey little boy. Yeah, I'll tell you right to your face, put your bodyguards on the side. Because who did you stop? Blacks and Latinos. Hey, what about liberty and justice for all? No. That's my America. And that's the America being lost that I fight for to bring back. It's Christmas time. I know, I know. We only could talk about, hey, what were retail sales on Black Friday? And I say Black Friday is a racist name. I don't think we should call it that anymore. Just joking, just joking. They call it Black Friday because that's when retailers, when their balance sheets went into the black from red. Those people went out and spent a lot of dough. 
It's about the birth of Jesus Christ. Again, I don't believe anything, but that's what it is. And the Prince of Peace. It fits for me. I could dig that. I like the Prince of Peace. Guy had a great track record. And as an Italian, how can you not like a person that turns water into wine? (laughs) So I'm a warrior for the Prince of Peace. And people say, oh, you know, you you want to fight for peace. That's right. You got to fight. That doesn't mean a bloody fight. You have to fight. Just like the people are fighting for their freedom in Spain, in Hong Kong, in Lebanon, in Algeria, in Ecuador, in Chile, in Bolivia, in Colombia, in Peru, in Cameroon, in South Africa, in Zimbabwe. So, we are only going to devolve if we stay in this mindset of war. So here we are, Afghanistan, now back in the news, just a little bit, on a war based on lies, killed hundreds of thousands, on the premise, Afghanistan was the home of Al-Qaeda and its leader, Osama bin Laden who allegedly launched the 9-11 attacks. He said he didn't do it. But hey, how come you invaded Afghanistan when 15 of the 19 people who allegedly launched the 9-11 attacks were Saudis? And it's very important to note, and we noted this in our Trends Journal, before President Bush and Congress launched the war, the Afghan government was responsive to Bush's demands. But he rejected them. You got to turn over Osama bin Laden. We're going to get him dead or alive. He actually said that. This is an adult. Or bring him back dead or alive. This is the moron. This moron little stupid piece of garbage, George Bush, and people believed him. And they believed the Clinton and Obama and a Trump. So in response to the Taliban government, who were formally lauded as freedom fighters when America on the former presidents Carter and Reagan, armed them and financed them to drive the Russians from Afghanistan. That's forgotten. And they agreed to hand over bin Laden if the U.S. could provide proof of his complicity in the attacks. That sounds reasonable, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. These demands are not open to discussion, said President Bush. The Taliban must act immediately. They will hand over the terrorists or they will share their fate. 
These are the comments from an imbecilic, murderous kid born on third base and thought he had a home run. Georgie Bush, who said days after 9-11, he would find those evildoers, those barbaric people who attacked our country to smoke them out, get them running, and find them and hunt them down. I want justice, he said. I remember when I was a kid. I remember that they used to put out there in the old west a wanted poster. It said, wanted, dead or alive. We're going to get bin Laden dead or alive. It doesn't matter to me. Could you imagine this? Could you imagine the stupidity of a comment like this? And 80% of the American population bought it. A low-life little piece of garbage whose popularity rating was plummeting. He had just got elected. The nation was in recession. People were disgusted with him. And boy, oh boy, how they forgot. And then, two days later, after Taliban asked for that, the U.S. promised to provide proof that bin Laden did it. But they never provided the proof. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a few. You're tuned to PRN. We'll keep bringing you the best in alternative voices for social and political news, the environment, health, the economy, and a whole lot more. All you have to do is keep listening. PRN, the Progressive Radio Network. Hey, it's Jesse, PRN Station Manager. I have an exciting announcement for our amazing listeners. PRN has a new voicemail line that will allow you to connect better with our hosts. If you can't listen live but have a question or comment for one of our hosts, just call 862-800-6805. That's 862-800-6805. This feature will allow your voice to be heard on your favorite PRN show. Thank you for listening to the Progressive Radio Network. You're listening to PRN, number one for progressive minds. Hi, this is John Lobel. You can hear my show Visionaries at 10 a.m. on Mondays on PRN. And guess what? PRN now has its own app. So you've always been able to listen to our shows by going to your web browser and putting in prn.fm, and then you can listen to the current show that's on air. But you can now download onto your smartphone, Android and iPhone, our PRN browser, search for it in your app store, and you can listen live to whatever's on at the moment. So download now our PRN 
Pod.fm app. Oh, mama, zoom, zoom, bakala. Hello there, this is Gerald Salenti, and it's Trends This Week on Progressive Radio Network. And if anybody would like to call in, have a question or an answer, or whatever, whatever, feel free to do so at 1-888-874-4888. And who do we have? Well, we got uh, E from Edgewater. Good afternoon, Gerald. Hello? 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 Can you hear me, me, Gerald? Hello? Hello? Hello, hello? I'm here. I'm here. here. I am too. You hear me? Yes, I hear you. All right. All right. The Prince of Peace knew what money was going to do to this world, and that's why he was turning over those tables. That's right. And it destroyed our world because he knew we were going to worship money instead of his father who he was actually was, because it wasn't a real birth. It was a immaculate conception, right? So he came back here to teach us how to live, that we had, we had powers that we didn't know about, and if we set our minds to it, we could accomplish great things here. But instead, we worship money, and we have what we have now. There's no place in the scriptures where you find anything about Christmas or celebrating uh, Jesus Christ's birthday on December 25th. It was a made-up story to get people to spend their money and give businesses that don't even, uh, owners of these businesses don't even consider Jesus Christ the Savior. They don't believe he is a Savior. He's just some guy that was doing magic tricks. And they make all the money during Christmas. They make more money during Christmas than they make all year long. So they depend on everybody believing in this birthday of Jesus Christ so they could get rich. It's a trick, Gerald. It's a big trick. Well, yeah, I mean, the whole thing is, uh, you know, it's in some ways, of course, you know, it became just a retail thing. And, um, but as I said, you know, it's, it's, I have no, it's Christmas time. So it's celebrated for what it is. And it's a, to me, it's a celebration of peace and you know, everybody has their own view of what it is and how it should be and whatever it wants to be. And mine is the admiration of the Prince of Peace. So I'm a warrior for the Prince of Peace. I launched Occupy Peace, OccupyPeace.com and it's the only peace movement that I know of with an action plan. And I was talking about what's going on 
that now you saw this, E, I'm sure, about the report that came out about how they continually lie to us about what's going on in Afghanistan, right? You know about it? Right. Right. Of course, Where's all the, the wars were invented for money. Where's the outrage? Where's the outrage? The outrage is doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. If we this lived a- in a democracy, Gerald, then we wouldn't have the 10 clowns that we've had for the last 60 years in office. If we... If, we, if this was a democracy, then the we the people would have voted in somebody like a Ralph Nader to be our leader because he did things to help people. That's why we want a leader for, to put forth Again, that, I disagree with you. And water. I disagree what? with you. And my disagreement is that of all of the movements going on around the world, from, I said, from Chile to Ecuador from Peru to Bolivia, from uh, uh, Hong Kong, Spain, Algeria, you name it, all Lebanon, not one leader, not one leader. It's the people. And that's what's not going on in this country, and that's the point I was making. They yeah, just the came out with this information. Killed, the people are they, getting killed. Let me finish. They want finish. us to protest, so they got an excuse to kill us. Shoot Listen. us in the streets. I, no, no, don't you're you interrupting me. Let me. We yeah, already me, went through that with Kent State, and we don't yeah. want to go through it again. So we sit yeah. on our... Let me finish, please. What I'm saying is, all of these movements are independent. In the United States, we have going on a just heard from the Washington Post, the, the newspaper owned by Bezos, the head of Amazon, one of the richest, if not the richest man in the world, a detailed report from the Freedom of Information Act about how the generals and the presidents and Congress lied to us about everything going on in Afghanistan. And there is no outrage from the people. You don't need a leader about stealing our money to murder innocent people on war based on lies that they also told us Victory around the corner, Obama has a troop surge, and on and on and on, and no outrage. So I'm just saying to you, it's not about a leader. It's about the individuals. And the individuals in this country don't have the fight. Your turn. Hello? Hello? That's been going on since the beginning of time. They do what they want to do. We have no say in it. That baloney. Save it, man. Don't want to hear it. I am so tired of people saying that. I've had it with that. I stand up and fight. I have a say. I was not put on this earth to take orders. I don't give them. I don't take You're talking about Afghanistan. What about Vietnam? Do you think we have to go over there? I was too too stupid as a little boy 
to be so against the, it. So what you know, was the hippies protesting about the, it? Weren't the hippies out in the street protesting the you war? You know why? Huh? You know why? You know why? Because I'm that age. I know exactly why. And nobody else could tell me why, because I know why. I was there every day waking up and they're going to get me. The only reason they were protesting is because they were getting drafted. End of story, man. Because their life was on the line. And now people's lives aren't on the line. Look at the reports coming out about over 70% of all the people signing up, and this is coming from the military, are having had mental problems. They're taking yeah, and the why people, do they and why do they sign up? Because, because no they have no future. Take. They have so no they future. They sign up for the military. They have no future. They can't get a job. They need to, and some of them, of course, believe it, but a minority. The numbers are there. So I don't want to hear that, oh, we don't have the kind of government, we can't do anything. I've had it with that baloney. People better stand up and fight. Be a man, be a woman. No, no, no. Don't get out of the no-bullying zone. Stay in a no-bullying zone. Don't learn how to fight. We're going to have a no-bullying zone. All right? That's what this country's turned into. A bunch of cowards. What happened at Kent State State University, Gerald? What happened in Kent State University? I know what happened. But what does that have to do with what we're talking about? So why didn't people? I'm telling you, people went out and protested because they were getting drafted. They're not protesting Afghanistan. They're not protesting Iraq. They had a little protest, but the Iraq War started and ended. No more protests. So, so isn't it some similar thing when, when you were worried about getting drafted, you went to college, a little, a little college, so you didn't get drafted, right? And then right. you did very good with the economy, with your gold when you bought it when it was low, and now it's up to fifteen, fourteen hundred. You did good with this system. You made a name for yourself. Well, the people out there, they don't want to protest because they know they're going to get their heads busted. Ah, oh, baloney. Stop. Stop. They don't protest because they're cowards. They don't fight. Gary Null gets out there and fights. His crew gets out there and fights. The people that go on the show get out there to fight to get the people moving. It does yeah. not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. And that's what's going on, and it's not happening here. I'm sorry, E. That's the way yeah. it is. So listen, All right, man. We... I, we'll, we'll, we'll pick this up another time because, you know, we, we look at this differently, and I respect what you want, what you see, it, and I have my vision of it. And that's what I began this by saying, that here the Afghan information came out about the lies, the outright lies they've been telling us, and where you go to the major media, not even a word about it anymore. One day in, next day out. And again, we wrote about this in detail. And by the way, I've paid my price. I used to be on Oprah, the Today Show, Good Morning America, the Today Show, you name it, all the time. But I said what would happen with the Iraq and Afghan wars Nobody wanted to hear it. 
We're going to lose this thing, I said. If, the, if, if, if Alexander the Great couldn't pull it off, if the British couldn't pull it off, if the Russians couldn't pull it off, what makes you think we're going to win in Afghanistan? Why, you're an American. Why, you're not... Yeah, I got blackballed from everybody. I was a huge favorite. So I stand up and fight. And it's not going to change until we, the people, take a stand. And you know, my, one of my uh, sayings is that, for me, hell is taking that last breath and knowing I wasn't the person I said I was or could have been. So, ain't going to hell for that one. Maybe other stuff, but hey, you never know. Thanks a lot, E. We got Habu from Wisconsin. Habu, how are you? Well, hello, uh, Gerald, and compliments of the season, as they say in other parts of the world. <laughs> um, you, you know, just very two quick points, and I won't belabor this because I know you have important things to tell us about the economy, but since to follow up on this previous conversation you had, I'm an American, but respectfully, as you say, Americans are cowards. I, I have to really respect the t- the Taliban because they said, we're not going to talk with you until you leave our country, and then we can talk anything you want to talk. They didn't succumb to all this power and what have you, and they fought. And just think of it. I mean, the people from the poorest part of the world, just, you know, uh, w- with their gowns, which they uh, wear in the mountains, armed with an RPG, a Kalashnikov, and dates in their pocket, and wearing sandals, and they've been able to bring down this, you know, this Wehrmacht. I, I mean, this is where people have, you know, cojones. Again, you're right. And as I said, the, the report came out about how they lied, continually lied about us, what's going on in, in Afghanistan, and there's no outrage. And as I mentioned, I said there's no way the Americans are going to beat the Taliban in 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 uh, Afghanistan. If Alexander the Great couldn't, if uh, who, there were, of course it wasn't the Taliban then; it was another group. If if the English, yeah, into the Valley of Death. Remember that one? Yeah. Oh, you forgot that? Huh? Oh, oh, yeah. Into the Valley of Death. Road the six hundred. Oh, yeah. That was was that was that Afghanistan? Oh, and the Russians, the neighbors over there, right? Oh, and by the way, the reasons the Russians lost. You could thank Jimmy Carter, that all you liberals love Jimmy Carter. It was Jimmy Carter and, 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 uh, and Reagan that gave us the Mujahideen, the Saudis, the radical Saudis that helped get rid of the Russians out of Afghanistan, who were also trying to keep the Taliban out and to keep the other government, the people's government of the time, that wasn't a religious government in power. And Afghanistan, by the way, in the 70s, you know, it was a very hip place from what I read. Very, very, very uh, progressive in a lot of ways, and particularly the arts. Totally destroyed. And nobody cares. And, and the disgusting thing to me is that they actually believe a little piece of low-life garbage crap 
like a George W. Bush. You look at him giving that talk and the talks following 9-11, and you look at this guy and you can see the lies, insincerity, and hollowness of who he is. And 80% of the American people bought it hook, line, and death. Yes, you know, absolutely. Um, I actually have a friend. I remember it was so hip to travel from Europe to India via the Khyber Pass, you know. It was such a safe place for Westerners then. But let me bring just one other quick point, and that's not um, uh, spoken about except by people like you. The the present turmoil, uh, at least the turmoil in Iraq, is the design it is from the designs of the uh, how washington set up their constitution which was meant which, which was along um sectarian lines and meant to have these people fighting forever and right rightfully these kids who are now protesting and dying in iraq have seen that 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 has been the problem including interference from iran and the united states and how 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 uh, curious that both of these um, uh, parties, which are on the opposite side, are ostensibly Iran and, and the U.S., are almost working together to plunder um, the, the wealth of, of Iraq. You know, this is really, the, I'm not talking about people, although they're dumb, but in general, but I'm talking about Washington and its, very, its nefarious, uh, you know, almost um, devilish designs to just leave blood and, and gore in their wake. That's it, uh, Gerald. And listen, happy, uh, Merry Christmas to you. Happy New Year. Oh, thank you. And, uh, and thank you for calling in and for what you've said. And again, that's why my passion is to occupy peace. And it's Christmas time, so any of people that would like to give the gift of peace please go to Occupy Peace, OccupyPeace.com. And, you know, we're all volunteers and we're all doing the best we can. Uh, the gentleman that puts the website up, Dean Severson, has, has gives so much, you know, to, to keep this thing going. And we, we need your money to make it happen. <clears throat> you run for office in America like a Bloomberg when you're a billionaire and you could spend $50 million right away on advertisements. In this country, you need money for the power. It's the, it's the bottom line. And the more people that give a dollar, that's all it takes. Imagine, 320 million people. 320 million people in this country. If 5% of them who believed in peace and a much higher world order gave just a few dollars, we could make a big difference. So please do what you can to occupy peace during this Christmas season. <clears throat> and Again, it's not about religion. And I don't know, you know, 
I don't know the stories that all make up, but uh, you know, it's Christmas time and it's a time of joy and celebration. We're going into a new year. And again, we just came out with the top trends for 2020. And I mentioned one of them, Trump wins by default. And uh, it's the fault of the Democrats. They can't get another candidate in there to beat him. And the new world disorder. And I'm talking about, when I was talking about the E from Edgewater, all these movements going on around the world. Independent. Independent. No leader. I don't, I don't need a leader. I'll listen to people that know more about what I know in the fields that I don't know anything about. Like when it comes to health and nutrition, poof. Let me know what Gary Knoll has to say. <laughs> I don't have a, but he'll give me the information. Tell me what, if I had an ailment, what I should do, what will work, what won't. But that's not being a leader. That's respecting the intelligence of somebody. So I don't need a leader. It's a different time. The people are standing up. We're the young people in this place. Now we're going to protest against climate change. You're going to be dead before the climate changes. Grow up. They're poisoning us in our food and our water in the air. And now with 5G, oh, that's great. High-tech heroin, another one of your top trends for 2020. So if you want to subscribe to the Trends Journal, the only weekly magazine in the world that gives you tomorrow's trends today, go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. We've gone from a quarterly to a monthly to a weekly to keep up with the current events forming future trends and again, I totally disagree with E, as I said respectfully. He has his way of looking at things, and I have mine. It does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority, keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men and women. Samuel Adams. And the people that tune into Progressive Radio Network, PRN, are that irate, tireless minority. So put your money where your mind and heart are. Support PRN. The Christmas gift of peace. The Occupy peace. And the Trends Journal, our job like Progressive Radio Network is to help create a better world for all of us. It's for the greater good. It's not about me. It's for the greater good. Peace on earth, goodwill to men and women. That's my trip. I want to have a nice time. I want joy and beauty. 
liberty and love. That's my New Year's and every year's wish. You cannot be creative. You cannot evolve to a higher level. There's no inspiration and very little joy in a time of fear and terror. And that's all they've been selling us since 9-11. As I see it, for us to evolve to the levels that we're capable of reaching, the elegance of who we are and what we want to be, we need peace. So please occupy peace. And all the best to everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Progressive Radio Network. And we'll see you next week. Ciao, ciao. 